Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Thursday, January 24th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, China blocks Microsoft's Bing search engine, Ford struggles with the global overhaul of its business, and billionaire Ken Griffin purchases the most expensive home ever sold in the U.S. Then the FT's J.P. Rathbone tells us why world leaders are not recognizing Nicolas Maduro as the legitimate president of Venezuela. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. The FT reports that Microsoft's Bing search engine has been blocked in China due to a government order. The block removes the only well-known foreign search engine left in China. Google retreated in 2010. The last major American tech company to suffer a block in China was Facebook's WhatsApp messaging app in 2017. China Unicom, one of China's major state-owned telecoms companies, confirmed to the FT that the government had ordered the block on Bing. China restricts what information its citizens can access using a system of online censorship controls known as the Great Firewall. Microsoft said it's investigating the situation. And the Ford Motor Company kicked off earnings season for the U.S. automakers on Wednesday. And the results from the Detroit carmaker disappointed. Ford's profits fell by more than 50% this year. Full-year earnings fell to $0.92 cents a share in 2018, down $1.01 from 2017. The company also reported a loss for the fourth quarter of $0.03 cents a share. Losses in China and Europe helped drag the profits down. The Detroit carmaker is in the middle of a global overhaul of struggling parts of its business. And last week it announced it was cutting thousands of jobs in Europe. The earnings come just after Ford announced a global alliance with Volkswagen on commercial vehicles, and that the two companies are continuing to talk about partnerships on electric and self-driving technologies. Earlier this week, we reported that billionaire hedge fund manager Ken Griffin had purchased a home in London for £95 million. And it turns out he's also snapped up another property in New York. In fact, Mr. Griffin, who founded Citadel, purchased the most expensive home ever sold in the U.S. $238 million for an apartment that overlooks Central Park. Both New York and London are suffering from slumps in the luxury property markets and a decline in the British pound because of Brexit. Mr. Griffin already owns properties in Chicago, Palm Beach, and Miami in Florida, and Hawaii. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. Nicolas Maduro was a bus driver and then a union leader who was anointed by Hugo Chavez to be his successor when Chavez died. J.P. Rathbone is the FT's Latin American editor. And since then, not just because of his presidency, but in large part because of it, the accumulated errors and mismanagement and gross theft and corruption that's taken place in Venezuela, Venezuela's economy has really crapped out. And it's the worst recession ever recorded in Latin American history. There was only one candidate in the election which took place last year, and that candidate was Nicolás Maduro. The opposition didn't join because they felt it was a fraudulent election. So Maduro won, in inverted commas, in an election that's widely regarded as being illegitimate, so that when he finally became president for a second term again this year, logically he was also an illegitimate president, and that is in fact what the US, Canada, the European Union, and 
all of Latin America's biggest countries saw as the case. So Guaido is the head of the National Assembly, which is the only democratically elected uh, institution in Venezuela. It's the equivalent of Congress or Parliament. And he was sworn in as the new head of the National Assembly earlier this year. And this week, on Wednesday, he declared himself the interim president of Venezuela because Maduro is not the legitimate president of Venezuela. And then his move was swiftly backed up by the US, Canada, and most of Latin America. Hola, I'm Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States. The United States supports the courageous decision by Juan Guaido, the president of your National Assembly, to assert that body's constitutional powers and call for the establishment of a transitional government. Guaido declared himself president on this date, in which there was also planned mass anti-government protests from people uh, demanding Maduro's resignation. And I've just been looking at some of the pictures of the rallies, and the streets of Caracas are filled. I'm not very good at counting or estimating numbers, but tens of thousands of people have marched out. And they may or may not support the opposition, but they certainly don't support Maduro and the conditions under which they live. But Maduro has dug in with his cronies and um, with the help of the military, who are still on his side just. Um, if some administration officials told reporters on a conference call that all options are on the table. Are you considering a military option for Venezuela? We're not considering anything, but all options are on the table. Does that mean Mr. Trump has led this initiative because Venezuela and the U.S. traditionally are so closely economically linked. Venezuela sells almost half of the oil that it produces and exports to the United States, for example. A lot of the money that has been stolen or that has fled Venezuela is invested in the U.S. And the bondholders who are trying to recover their money from defaulted Venezuelan bonds are, by and large, in the U.S. So the U.S. has, because it is also the biggest economy in the world, has an overbearing influence on, obviously, events that happens in Venezuela. I expect uh, there'll be a lot of confusion internationally about true ownership of Venezuelan assets and who is the legitimate government, and domestically probably repression and a show of force by the Maduro government uh, until that point where perhaps the military, the sergeants, the, the privates decide not to fire on citizens should it come to that unfortunate point. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today we'll be following another big day in U.S. earnings. U.S. airlines, Intel, and Starbucks are all set to report. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business... 
whether it's a local operation or a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.